Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, or maybe you're watching on YouTube. That's good. Good. You're welcome. Look, look what I'm doing on YouTube. You're welcome. I just rub my nipples. Anyway, if you're on YouTube or want to see me on YouTube, just search DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you click on that subscribe button and then click on that little bell that reminds you every time I post a new episode. Real quick, before we get into all these amazing topics, is uh, I just want to say a special thanks to one of our great listeners. I, I realized that this guy is a digital design guy, and I ran into a problem where I'm an idiot and a, big, a constant problem with me, and I, I lost part of my logo for DeHuff Uncensored. Anyway, I reached out to Rich with Digital Design by Rico on all social platforms, at Digital Designs by Rico on all social platforms, so check him out. But he helped me, and it was just really cool just the what he did, and he fixed it for me, and it's just really annoying that I, was, I put myself in that situation because I was trying to fix what I, I originally messed up on something, and he was able to swoop in and, and save me. Again, at Digital Designs by Rico on all social platforms. Check him out. Follow him. Does some amazing work. Amazing work. And, and not like my logo super fancy, but I know he does some amazing, uh, even crazier stuff than what I what I have going on. But yeah, he was able to fix my little problem. And I'm sure you, if you reach out to him, he might be able to help you. So again, digi at Digital Designs by Rico on all social platforms. All right, a lot to get to, and we're just going to jump right into it. The Broncos fired Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer. I don't think anybody was blindsided by this, considering they both sucked dick, right? Not, not literally. Come on. When it came to their jobs, they sucked, right? I think we can all agree on that. Oh, boy. I don't need to get a phone call from the PR people. Be like, listen, they don't work for us anymore, but you're rude. They don't suck penis. I know they don't. God. It's a figure of speech. Anyway, so they suck. But the big thing is, I, I'm very immature. <laughs> Some people get so offended by what I say. Anyway, it, it's interesting to think, what are what's the next step for the Broncos? Like I said, nobody really saw Vic Fangio coming to be the, the Broncos head coach, but... Here we are now. We're we're in you know the rubble of what he he did to the the franchise, and now we're sitting there going, okay, who's who's next? And are we gonna see it coming? We don't know. We, again, I say this all the time. We can guess, but who fucking knows? But that being said, if you go to MileHighSports.com, Zach Seeger, great guy, great writer, he actually came up with his top four candidates for the Denver Broncos. And I'll just go through them real quick and I'll tell you whether he's right or wrong because most likely Zach's wrong when it comes to my opinions. All right. I'm just kidding, Zach. Uh, Dan Quinn, DC for uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't see that one coming. Okay. I don't, I, I think the Broncos are going to want to go in more of an offensive mindset. And I just, Dan Quinn's a big, powerful name. But I just don't see that one happening. So, Zach, sorry, you're wrong. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Yes, that's obvious. Because if, you, if the Broncos somehow get that, they also open the door wide open for 
Aaron Rodgers. So, yes, Zach, spot on. Good one. That one actually worked. Good good thing you used your head on that one, buddy. Uh, Jared Mayo, defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. No. Again, you're not going to go. It, it's a good name, but the Broncos need to fix their offense, and they need somebody that is a little bit more willing to lean towards the offensive mindset. So I don't see that one happening. Doug Peterson, former head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. I could see that one, but uh, uh, mm, uh, I don't know. Uh, Yes, I could see that one. The two defensive coordinators, Jared Mayo and what's his nuts, Dan Quinn. I don't see those guys making it. I know they're big names, but who knows? To be honest, we could end up getting somebody completely different that's not on this list. At the end of the day, I trust that George Payton's going to make the right moves. Whoever the next head coach for the Denver Broncos is, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and and I I want the Broncos to be successful. I do. I, that's really it. I don't. I can throw a bunch of names on the wall, and, and one of them might stick, and I might be right. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody knows. But the good thing is, is the Broncos are out and about. They're requesting interviews. They're going to be doing all that stuff. And George Payton is going to want to get this locked down quick. So it will be interesting. A lot of people want to see Eric Bieniemy. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. I was talking to somebody that's a big Raiders fan. Uh, I know. I feel sorry for him. But anyway, I was talking to him. And they were thinking that BNME could end up being the head coach of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I could see that. I could see that. But I don't know. You just, listen, guys, who fucking knows? We don't know. Anyway, let me know who you want to see as the Broncos' next head coach. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, at DeHuff or at DeHuff Podcast. Okay, this one's weird, and uh, it, it makes sense, but it's just wild, and I can't imagine ever being in this situation, but it is. It's one of those things. In Norway, the Norway uh, military is asking their members that enlisted, and now they're you know done with their service, they're asking them to return their underwear, bras, and socks. Yeah, well, because there's a supply issue, and they... <laughs> Because of the fucking pandemic. Way to go, COVID. Now you're taking their underwear? Really? You got guys walking around going commando? Ladies walking around with no support? This is awful. And no socks? Oh, God, that's gross. So uh, hopefully those people packed in some socks and underwear and bras before they enlisted and they, and they get those back. Otherwise, you're walking, walking out the building flip-flopping around. Way to go, Norway. Wait, actually, you know what? It's not Norway's fault. It's fucking COVID, okay? Now you got dicks flopping around and boobs flopping around. Great. Way to go, COVID. You got COVID dick and you got COVID boobs. <laughs> so stupid. That'd just be weird. Be like, uh, you got Connery in the... Uh, Hey guys, not so fast. I know you're, you're eager to get out of this place. And thank you so much for your service. But I do want to say that, guys, ladies, if you could please remove your socks. Okay, no problem. Thank, okay, Connery, you got it. Here's your socks. Here's our socks. Thank you so much. Now, if you could please uh, remove your underwear. Excuse me? 
And ladies, don't forget to give me your brassieres. Uh, what? Uh, excuse me, uh, sir, is this, is this normal? Oh, I'm blaming COVID on this one. But anyway, if you could secretly just give them in a, in a pile to me, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, like Connery's hoarding all the underwear. I swear there's a pandemic problem. It's a supply issue. Fucking pervert. Sniffing the underwear in the corner. It would be weird, and I get it. I understand that there's so many places throughout the world that, you know, you rely on other countries to import things and or export things so you can import it and all that shit, and you just don't think about it. And then we're in the middle of this, and next thing you know, we got a shortage of underwear. We got a shortage of socks. By the way, those socks are going to be all fucked up. So I don't, I don't know if they're able to fix those or what, but that's going to be an interesting process and if you've been in the military uh i said military funny uh military uh if you've been in the military for that long one your your socks are going to be holy and if you've been wearing the same underwear bunch for three years if not four years or more they're gonna be torn to bits my wife gets so irritated with the i need to buy new underwear and i should have asked for some for the holidays because I didn't get any <laughs> and they're just ripped to shreds and she's like what the why are you still wearing those I'm like ah they, they work I don't know if I've ever shared this story for you with you guys before so I worked at Safeway back in the day that was my first job and I I always liked to do other things I didn't like to only be the guy that was either checking people out or sacking groceries so I would offer to help and I wanted to learn how to do as many different things as I could. So I was helping build displays. And one of the displays I was, I was working on was apple juice. So the apple juice boxes are, I didn't realize this, they have extra cardboard in the corners. So I, I have my, my box cutter, super sharp. And you're never supposed to cut towards yourself. And I learned that in this moment. So I'm like, I'm doing this, making this display. I'm in front of customer service and I'm trying to do it and I'm trying to go fast because the boss is just like she's like you need to work faster I'm like fine fuck I'll work faster don't need you on my back and so I I'm I'm hustling I'm hustling and then I hit I hit the the extra part of cardboard and it the knife just jumps off and it just slices my knee and I look down at my pants and I have a cut in my pants. And I'm like, Oh shit. Did I cut Did I actually cut myself? And literally all of a sudden, I don't know, maybe two seconds later, just blood just starts going pouring out of my pants. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) So they, the only place they could rush me over to, to, to kind of evaluate what was going on was over in floral. So they put me over in the floral department. And since I was wearing jeans, they're like, Scott, take off your your um your pants let's let's see if we can do this i'm like okay and i didn't give a shit i was like 18 something like that they're looking at my knee i have it elevated and we're figuring out what to do and then my boss comes over and she's like in her mid 40s and she's like scott um i can see your testicles uh can you cover that up please and i'm like what I had holes in my underwear, in my boxers. 
I just didn't even think about it. And literally, it's that old cliche, you just never know. And I'm sitting there apparently just leg up, customers walking by, <laughs> and there's my balls were hanging out of my, my boxers. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, good times. Anyway, that's how I met my wife. And, uh, you know, here we are. She's going to be pissed. That's not how we met. <laughs> anyway, make sure you don't have holes in your underwear. Because you never know when your legs are going to be propped up in the floral department. And uh, old ladies going to be walking by be like, well, hello. Anyway, so the you probably saw this video. It's going viral. It's just insane the amount of people that have seen this. I posted it on my, my YouTube channel. To huff uncensored and it's blowing up and there's i'm sure there's other people that posted it as well but yeah it's doing very well for me so i appreciate this guy but the the guy peter uh i'm probably saying his last name wrong and i apologize peter mickendo he runs the birds aren't real group and he was doing an interview with wgn9 and well I'll just play the audio and it just gets weird. Uh, you know, Gen Z is full of some amazing men, women, and children that are aiming for change. And I think that that is, you know, just what our movement's all about. But it's more than just Gen Z's falling for conspiracy theories. Why? <laughs> oh all right? my God. I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we hope you're okay. Why don't we give you some time to collect yourself? If you need help, let us know in the control room there, and uh, we'll get back to you if we can. Well, Paul, let me tell you something. Is there any weather today? <laughs> I, I, I think I'm not really sure what happened there. I, I don't well, you know. You think he was choking on his coffee? I, I don't know. It's not easy to be on TV, Paul. Some people, right. uh, you know, gets them nervous, yeah. and I just hope that that young man is okay. Yeah, me too. All right. Hey, Paul, uh, Mike. All right. <laughs> First of all, I love the lady at the end. She's like, hey. yeah. So it is weird because like the dude's been doing TV interviews for at least two, three years, something like that. And he's, he's a weird dude, but not like that. And for him to say, oh, I'm so nervous. And obviously he pukes. I, again, if you want to see the video, go to my YouTube channel, The Huff Uncensored on YouTube. So just search YouTube that way. Anyway, so it, it's fascinating that he does this. He takes a drink of coffee and then all of a sudden he just pukes. But part of me goes, is this, is this fake? Is it staged? Any publicity is good publicity type of thing. I could see that. But I could also see that he was nervous and just had an upset stomach. But he's claiming he came out after the fact saying that it's the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to him in his life. And he's saying that he believes that uh, somebody's trying to keep him away from vocalizing the truth. And he believes that his coffee was poisoned. That's what he's saying. But that being said, is that really how you want to get publicity? Because I could see, since he's leaning on the an, another conspiracy that somebody is trying to silence him from spreading the, the truth, I could kind of see this being fake. I wouldn't doubt it. 
because it's it, the the movement is getting no traction. In fact, they're slipping back because nobody gives a shit about birds aren't real. Very small group of people that think it's legit. So I could see him in a desperate desperate attempt to get people to take notice of the situation, be like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to throw up legit. I'll I'll do what it, I don't know. I'm sure you could take something that will make you puke. And then he does it. And then, uh, you know, now he's crying foul. Be like, no, somebody fucking poisoned me. <laughs> I, I guess in a, in a desperate attempt to stay somewhat relevant. I mean, you think that people aren't noticing you anymore. So you're doing something desperate to get them to notice you. I, I guess that could be it. I, it could be. It's funny as shit to watch. <laughs> it's fun if it's just really him being sick, and for whatever reason that I feel bad for him. It, that's got to be the most embarrassing thing ever. If it is a legit moment where he just was vulnerable and he puked, oh my god, that would suck. That would suck. What are you gonna do? And you, uh, now you're gonna live forever like this. But I I tend to lean on the fact that it's more of a publicity stunt. Very well done. I will say that if, if that is the case. Very well thought out. And what's funny, though, is listening to the anchors, especially that lead male anchor. He's just like, well, I hope he's okay. Anyway, weather. <laughs> like, dude, could you talk normal, please? I have a hard time with some news people that talk that way. There's a lot of news people that don't, but man, there's there's a lot of reporters and and lead anchors like that where you're like, what the fuck is this? What are you talking? Oh my god! Like, do you have a personality? Could you imagine them like in a real life situation? I'll take two bean burritos, and can I get a large Coke with that? Thanks. Oh, it's Pepsi products. Hmm, that's fine. I'm going on a date. You look gorgeous. You do. <laughs> Maybe we go back to my place for a little... Shh. Uh, I was going to say it, but my wife's upstairs, and she gets a little pissed off the way I talk sometimes. It's very inappropriate. I cross lines. I do. Can't help it. I have a problem. Anyway. I, I, I God, I'm starting to lean towards that it's fake. Starting to. This is an interesting story to get into. And, and trust me, it's not going to be as a big of a downer as you think it is going to be. It was really sad to find out that Bob Saget passed away. Super nice guy. I, I had the opportunity to meet him, I want to say twice, when he came through Denver on his comedy tours. And he was doing stuff with um, Comedy Works. And they do, they have a lot of times when I worked at the station, we would interview a lot of the comedians and they'd come in. A super nice guy, super nice guy. And it's funny because you watch his stand-up. He's very crude and just brilliant, and I, and I loved it, and it was great. But for as big of a star as he was, he was super nice, down to earth. And it made me think just like, wow, that's super sad. So I, I posted a picture on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram of the time. Maybe it was just once, but... Either way, I, I took a photo with, with Bob, and he's just a nice dude. 
nice dude. Super sad to hear him pass away. Also, uh, Norm MacDonald was that way, and he passed away recently. I never met Betty White, but everything I've always heard is she, she was amazing too. But then it started making me think of these people that I've interacted with that are either nice people or they're not nice people. I told you a story about when I interacted with uh, Kevin Hart. He was super funny and super nice, despite the fact that I had to cancel an interview with him as he was just starting to blow up and become a star. And my hosts at the time, Scott Hastings and Mike Evans, they just didn't care. And I'm like, oh my God, this is embarrassing because it's like Kevin Hart. So I had to tell Kevin Hart on the phone. I'm like, I'm sorry. I had to lie to Kevin Hart. I did. And I felt like a dick because he didn't deserve for me to lie to him. But that being said, I, I felt it was better than telling the truth that my my two hosts were just being dicks and they, they didn't want to talk to him because I didn't want to burn that bridge. I just lied and said, Kevin, hey, I, Kevin calls the hotline. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but we have some breaking news with the Broncos and we, we got to get to that. So I truly apologize for having to blow you off. And he he goes, what? God damn it. Do you know who the fuck I am? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's cool. We're good. He's like, you know what, Scott, you have a nice day. And I'm like, oh my God, that was, it was funny and, and nice all wrapped up in one. And I, I thought that was cool. I'll always remember that. Dwayne Johnson talked to him once and he was just super nice on the phone. And then, then you run into people that aren't nice and, and it's like Rob Schneider, biggest dick there ever was. Horribly mean to people behind the scenes. On the air, he was kind of funny with us in studio, we had them on like three times and they asked, no, it was twice. And then they asked us for the third time. And we, we said no, because we didn't like the way he treated people. And, and he just wasn't that funny to get him on. So he was a dick, rich Eisen, a host for NFL network or whatever. It, he, he tends to be a dick to people unless you're, you're a big name talent, then he's nice. I don't know. It just got me thinking about, you know, Bob Saget was, was always nice to people despite his celebrity. I truly appreciate that. Like, and then you, and it was nice because I think everybody knew that. And while his, his name didn't cross my mind that often as of late, if anybody would have said something about Bob Saget, like last week, I'd have been like, yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. Always remember that. I got a picture of him. Let, let, let me look it up. It's a good time to take a step back when you see people that pass away and go, how are you going to be remembered? Are you going to be the guy that was a dick or a lady that was just a dick to people? Uh, or are they going to go, yeah, they were a good person. I loved it. I, I just think it's a good time to take notice of how are you going to be remembered? Anyway, I didn't mean to bring it down too much in this episode, but we're going to, we got some more stuff to get into including something that is like a no-brainer. If your job is to tweet on behalf of your company, you definitely need to think before you hit send, right? Anyway, but first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster. They're just amazing. They are, and everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits, but did you know they deliver? They do. Our neighbors across the street get it all the time. Uh, did you know they also do curbside pickup available? It's Pretty convenient. You could be out and about, make an order, go pick it up. Did you know they also do online wine education classes? They do. Stop by on 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself 
Or you can always find weekly deals, events, and even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Paps Blue Ribbon, it's that beer kind of cheap, cheaper beer, old school beer. They had to fire their person in charge of their Twitter account. Pretty easy gig. All you got to do is tweet positive things about the beer and interact with your listeners, all that good stuff, right? So they had to fire that person because that person decided to tweet something (laughs) something inappropriate. And it was something in regards to not drinking this January, try eating ass. It's like, what? That's what they tweeted for PBR. Because, you know, people trying not to drink in January, try to be more sober and responsible. So they tweeted, not drinking this January, try eating ass. And then somebody wrote, what's the difference between PBR and eating ass? And then they replied back with, go ahead and ask your mom. And then replied back again, and your dad. Like, what the fuck's Oh, my God. So that person was fired. But it's just like, come on, guys, think before you tweet. There's times where I'm about to tweet something, and I'm like, ah, probably not a good idea. There's been clips from this podcast where I'm like, that's funny. I'm going to tweet this clip out. And then I realize it's one thing for it to be in the podcast. It's another thing for me to promote that out there because people are going to go, Oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's a jerk talking about this and that. Yeah, so what a dumbass. Don't don't talk talk about <laughs> eating ass if from a, a company account. Unless it's a sex toy thing or a, a porn site, then that makes sense, right? You don't see like bankers or grocery stores or schools tweeting out about <laughs> eating ass. No. Fucking idiots. What an idiot. That's funny. How do you get a job after that? Why'd you lose your last job? Well, I I told people if they're not drinking in um, uh, January that they could go ahead and eat ass. Okay. All right. So we won't hire you because you're a fucking idiot. Good luck. We're going to wrap up with this one. So a newspaper in uh, North Korea wrote an article. It, it's kind of like the government mouthpiece of this uh I don't know how to pronounce it, but this particular newspaper, they're reporting that um, the burrito, everybody's favorite food, my one of my favorite foods, was thought up in 2011 by Kim Jong-il, the father of current Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un. Yeah, apparently they just thought it up in 2011, right? Now, that being said, their version is a little bit uh, different. They have that, I think it's pronounced uh, a dunner meat. It's that stuff that you go and it's like meat wrapped up. I don't remember what kind of meat it usually is, but and then they slice it off as it cooks. 
and they mix it with cabbage, carrots, stuff like that. It's not really that different. Like if you go anywhere in the United States, burritos have evolved. You put basically anything you fucking in it, you want in it. But nobody's going, well, I, I invented it in 2011. Come on. Really? Don't try to say you invented the burrito, especially if you're going to say it was in 2011. Because I remember clear as day being a kid. And even in, I think it was middle school, we'd get Taco Bell delivered on certain days. It's like, dude, come on, man. That was in the 90s. Come on. Don't try to claim that you invented the fucking burrito. Maybe just because you put put something different in it. And the reason why they put all that stuff in there is because it's cheaper and they're running out of, they don't have as much dairy products and stuff like that uh, available out there. So that's, that's just a burrito. You're just wrapping whatever the fuck you want in there. I love a good breakfast burrito, by the way. Oh, my God. There's this place on 128th in Colorado behind the gas station, behind the gas station, and it's right next to a Chinese restaurant. And I can't remember how you pronounce the name, but it's like a legit, essentially a hole-in-the-wall Mexican place, but it's it's always good food. But you go there in the morning and you get a bacon burrito, breakfast burrito, fucking amazing. They use thick, crispy bacon and it's just so, so good. So good. So check that out. Just use Google Maps and you can pull it up. In uh, 128th Avenue in Colorado Boulevard in Thornton. It's so, so fucking good. But I would believe it if they said they invented the fucking burrito. Because it is amazing the way they make breakfast burritos. Holy shit. They're just insane. I love, God, I just love breakfast. I love food. God, that's my problem. Love food too much. All right, let's put a bow on this one. But Broncos fire Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer. We don't know who's going to replace him, but hopefully it's the guy from Green Bay because then he could just bring in Aaron Rodgers. But that being said, it's I did that episode the other day, and they're already talking about that their relationship is is getting better in Green Bay uh, between Aaron Rodgers and, and the higher-ups. So it's really leaning on hope to get Aaron Rodgers here. We really do need to just prepare for him not to be here or any good big-name quarterback. They're, they're probably going to keep Locke or... Fuck, I don't know. I don't even know. You could keep Teddy Bridgewater, and then you could draft a, uh, uh, a guy, a young guy, and then, and then there you go. And then you just try to build up again. And then you trade off Locke for something. I don't know. Who fucking knows? If you're a Norway military person, uh, get ready to give back your underwear and your bras and your socks. Okay? Watch out for Connery because he's a he's a panty sniffer. And maybe snocks, a sock sniffer. Snock? Sock sniffer. This smells delicious. What, where have you been running? Huh? What? I just got done running for like eight hours. It's disgusting. Disgustingly delicious. That was a bad Connery right there. Birds aren't real, guy. I, I'm leaning towards the. It was fake, but it's it's more of a publicity stunt. But that being said, if it is, kudos to you because good job. Because nobody can really tell one way or the other. Remember, don't be a dick because people are going to remember you either as a good person or 
not a good person. And take notice of that. As you see uh, more and more people pass away, just like, what are, what are people saying about them? Not that you should really ultimately care, I guess, but then you should ultimately care. I don't want to be remembered as an asshole, although I used to be a big-time asshole to uh, interns when I worked at the fan because I hated having interns because I was trying to do my job and then it was constantly training these people that really fucking sucked. <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to train you and do my job. And it, I just fucking hated it. And then once you get them cha- uh, trained, they're gone. And you get somebody brand new. And I fucking hated interns. I did. I, I'll admit that. I was a dick to them. But funny moments came out of that. But uh, yeah. If your job is to tweet for your company, Make sure you think before you tweet and don't tell people to eat ass. Kind of a simple thing to, to, to say and expect, but hey, people are weird. Uh, North Korea, you did not invent the burrito. You may have changed and, and altered the recipe, the, the traditional recipe, and that's fine. I get that. I can appreciate that. I would actually enjoy to try eating one. But don't say that you invented it. I love burritos. Burrito sounds fucking delicious. Where's the best place for it? I think it might be... Oh, God. I like I like Qdoba. Chipotle's good. What is the one up north that I always forget about? Oh, I love... I love burritos. That's, that's the thing. Burrito. Oh, places. Oh, God. I can't remember. There's so many good fucking burrito places. Anyway, I love food. You know this. Santiago's is pretty good. They're kind of small. Renegade burrito is pretty good. Taco Bell. I can eat Taco Bell. Fuzzy's Tacos is good. God, I got a problem. I have a problem. Anyway, I could sit there and talk about food all day. Maybe we Costa Vida. Costa Vida. That's where you need to go. Costa Vida is a good one, too, as well. Anyway, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And, uh, and if you're able, share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Blake Street Tavern. You guys rock. I love it. And uh, if you haven't been to Blake Street, you got to check them out. 23rd in Blake in downtown Denver. Amazing food, amazing atmosphere, and again, amazing people. And thank you so much to Total Beverage. Go check them out at TotalBev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I truly appreciate you. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.